Welcome to Somewhat Nerdy Radio. We are your hosts. I am Starf Chris. I'm Critter. And I am Danger. Danger has returned from a missed episode last time. So how was brain surgery? Well, finals went went swell. I passed all my classes and... Uh... So are you a, a brain doctor now? You're a doctor now. <laughs> you're... Oh man, I wish I was done. I got quite a ways to go. So you still got a little bit more school before you're a real doctor. Yeah, before I'm anything. Well, all. then there's res- residency. Man, oh, God, that's yeah. so much so much stuff you got to do left. One of these days you're going to really know, let us know what you're going to school for. Engineering. Engineering, that's what it is. Yeah. Brain you just ruined it for us. Well, I don't I don't think I'm even I don't think I'm smart enough for that actually. These classes are really le- letting you know. There's no pretending. Welcome back to issue number 4. This is the 4 issue in the somewhat nerdy radio podcast so in this episode uh, we got quite a few different things to talk about our nerd talk of the podcast is going to be uh, childhood toys from uh, when we were kids obviously we're going to be talking about our favorite extra figure lines in the news we have finally we're going to discuss our thoughts on the new ghostbusters movie we got some thor and spider-man casting news captain america is a nazi netflix becomes the home of disney and the shows that got canceled by ABC. Supergirl moving to the WB. Now you're, just, there, are you you're doing, just reading it. Are you doing it in a radio voice for a reason? <laughs> it's dynamic. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, you can download uh, the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and pretty much any other podcast app. Obviously, you already downloaded the podcast if you're already listening to this. And you can get in touch with us by emailing us at somewhatnerdyradio at gmail.com. So let's just get this this, this, this show on the road here. Let's do a little bit of catch-up. Chris, what do you want to catch us up on? Uh, well, as we know, because we, we talk about it every single podcast, Ecto Cooler is coming back. So I went on an epic journey this week trying to bribe steal my way into getting a box of uh, Ecto Cooler. So it releases on the 31st, I think. So I've been to every supermarket. Every... June 31st? Yeah, like this month. No, Ugh. this month. What month are we in right now? Yeah, it's May. Thank you. Yeah, but when the podcast, yeah, it'll be Sitting it'll be June by Singing then. across the table with two guys whose birthdays are in May. Yeah, by the way, I'll get to that part. Um, so I've been everywhere trying to find Ecto Cooler. I, I bribed some a few people. They would not give it to me, or they wouldn't tell me it was in their store. But it, I know it has to be because Memorial Day. They would probably get a shipment before Memorial Day. So I've been everywhere, and this is all predicated on Coca Cola screwed us. How did they screw us? Okay. Coca-Cola sent out these pretty damn amazing promotional packaging of Ecto Cooler. Oh, it looks like the ghost trap. It does. (laughs) It has one of their can drinks and it has one of their box drinks. Every single website that's out there that's in kind of the same field that we are in. Every podcast that I follow, every website that I follow, some smaller than us, some bigger than us, got sent this box. And we and we did not? We did, did not. Did they not hear our Ghostbuster episode? Yeah, we, we had a whole episode dedicated to Ghostbusters. Those bastards! Not to mention the amount of times we have talked about Ecto Cooler. I mean, we had we, a we, whole segment on it last week. We even have a alcoholic drink based around Ecto Cooler. We um, have had conversations that we've fully forgotten gotten about ecto cooler i'm gonna chalk it up to gross negligence gross negligence yeah thank you on top of their game i've sent them an email now i don't know if that just goes into some kind of spam folder like why didn't you send me ecto cooler i run a website too (laughs) but i'm pretty upset about this uh uh, i was really i didn't know i I should be expecting see that's an unboxing i would want to be a part of exactly and i just it's not that I'm like, oh, we deserve the Ecto Cooler, but I really, we, we deserve the Ecto Cooler. <laughs> yeah, don't don't mince words. I really want it now. Now, now I'm super mad. 
that I was not involved in this Ecto Cooler giveaway thing. I mean, like, I would have loved to even, like, just seen the box in person. Well, boy, I think their promotion worked because here we are talking about it. Talking about it. And here's the the key. It's probably something I haven't touched since the 80s. It came was a a vat of slime. Old Uh, school. The ones, like, you pour through the firehouse? Yes. Uh, And I always go slime pit for He-Man. It was was all the same kind of stuff. Yeah. It came with that. And I'm going to put a picture of the box uh, or link to the website that I'm looking at right now. It's glorious. And I don't know if I would ever drink it, but all the people I watch, they open up and drink it. Well, of course you would drink it. Now, here's here's the issue here. I'm glad we didn't get it. Now that I'm looking at it, there's three of us. There's only two things in there. No, no, no. There are three things. I would take the slime, and you guys can get sloshed on Ecto Cool. All right, all right, all right. Then that's solved. <laughs> Never mind. Send us the damn box. <laughs> so, uh, other than that, I haven't been doing much of anything. We we have some interesting things that we've been working on with the website. Uh, we're putting together a commercial, which, if it's done, I'm going to play it right now. Alright. Boy, you, wasn't that grand. If you that heard, was if just you so heard something if you heard something, that means you, you just listened to four hours worth of work. And a, a lot of a lot of high tempers. I wouldn't I wouldn't call it work. I mean there was a there was discrepancy over the word galaxy, but that's <laughs> that's that's as far as it got. So uh that's basically what I've been up to. Uh hopefully we'll have some good news about the podcast coming up soon. Um maybe, possibly. Uh Critter. Uh oh actually, completely side note, Critter and Danger had their birthday this week, so happy birthday to both of them. Thank you. Oh, thanks. Thank you. And that's actually what I wanted to catch up on. Um so I just you know, I turned thirty two um the other day. You're only thirty two? I'm only thirty two. I'm, I'm thirty four, right? I don't know. We don't all know. have youthful vigor. <laughs> this number is not something I really pay attention to. I think I'm the to. old man in the group. So anyway, I'm sorry. But okay, so when I turned 32, um, it still really it made me realize how great it is to be a nerd when it's your birthday. You're just so easy to shop for. Super easy to it's shop It's like for. the easiest thing. I mean, someone would just be like, I don't know what to get Critter. Oh, just get him something Ghostbusters or comic books or something, and you're golden. There's never a point where you're like, ah, oh, he's so hard to shop for. Now, walk into any store, find anything that has that Ghostbusters or like, well, not maybe not now because I don't want to deal with that kind of stuff. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> but, you know, anything with uh, comic book related just like pick it up don't even have to think about it just give it to critter he'll be happy and that just made me realize how great it is to like be a nerd and shopping for other nerds so we really make this a really easy thing for people what i it, it, it was a weird realization that i had when i turned 32 um it was my wife's family uh used to buy uh me deodorant and like shampoo wow like every christmas why and then one one day i think they came to a realization they they brought me like star wars stuff and I'm like i don't know why we brought you that before when you're so easy to shop for every store i walk down there's stuff for you to buy from yeah you. it's it's and by the way that's just rude yeah. <laughs> they just they bought you deodorant <laughs> well, and that's shampoo. what i even said i was like oh so you I think stink? i'm a stinky grungy person that never washes my hair or puts on deodorant i mean if they were really trying to combine the two ideas they could have just gotten you like star wars underpants and made sure you always had clean underpants. I've actually, that's what I've I actually, want. I've actually gotten Star Wars underpants from family members. I, I prefer to get underwear and socks for, for gifts because then I never have to buy it. That's I, something I don't want to allocate money to. Yeah, my mom buys me every single Christmas Same here. socks and underwear. And, and that's, like, okay, I bank on it. In fact, yeah. she's like, did you, like if a Christmas actually just went by where I didn't get socks and underwear, she goes, is there anything you didn't get? I'm like... Where are my damn socks, yeah, my and, socks underwear. and underwear? I was I like, mean, I need that. I depend on that. This this other stuff, it's getting worn down. 
I'm in the I same some boat. New stuff. And all my socks have holes in them now. So, <laughs> well, then I shouldn't have got you that beer. I should have just got your socks and underwear. Imagine if I would have rolled up and gave Danger some socks and underwear. The, Here you go, buddy. That would be a the little beer weird. and cake's really appreciated. We're about to split that up. Danger, what you been up to? Oh, I haven't. I haven't been up to much. I went and I saw the. It's been like three weeks since everybody's heard from you. You had to be up to something. It's been longer than that. Yeah, it's yeah. been a whole month. Well, I mean, I, I I had exams in between there, so I was busy with that. And now I've just ramped up my hours at work. I went and I saw the Captain America movie. That was pretty slick. A lot We've of good all seen it now, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. A lot of good moments in that film for me. Yeah. Um, Man, your catch-up is boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Captain America was good. Uh, we don't have plans to talk about it, but it ended up being... It's it's not as good as a movie as uh, Winter Soldier, but I enjoyed it more. Yeah, it was, it was really sense? cool to see... Yeah. Paul Rudd and Spider-Man. Spider-Man was awesome. Spider-Man was, Spider-Man was great. And then, like, Paul Rudd being all Paul Ruddy. I really yeah. really enjoy him in most things. Uh, and then, spoiler alert, you can go ahead and uh, plug up your ears or whatever. The ending, uh, where it makes you think that uh, uh, Zemo, is that his name? Is the bad guy. When you, you think you're about to have this epic fight with the uh, Winter Soldiers and everything like that. And they completely was... turn it off on their head. And they're like, oh, no. That was a nice little twist. It was a good that twist. So. But apparently there was a lot of uh, hints that that was going to happen. But that's that's. Internet. Yeah. That's internet saying crap. They're like, if you would have really paid attention. We're going to talk more about Captain America a little bit later in the nerd news. But uh, let's let's go ahead and start getting into the news right now. As long as you don't have anything else to say. No, I'm good. Doom! Uh, yeah, the first news that we're going to ask is something that keeps getting hassed of us. And I kept wanting to push it off and push it off. Uh, and we're talking about the, the new Ghostbusters movie, the, the reboot. Not the not the remake, not the sequel. This is a reboot. Is it a reboot? No, they said I it's a reboot. I thought it was a sequel. Because no, it no, seems no, no, no. like they're leading it like it is a sequel. They invented all the the uh ghostbuster gear the all the other characters are going to be in it but they're going to be not playing as themselves this is a reboot okay okay well, uh, if it was a sequel i'd actually be a little bit more okay with it because it kind of acknowledges the past this is a movie that's completely took the name of the first movie as itself and kind of just made it its own thing but that's the here and there and then took and then took a lot of moments like a lot of pivotal ghostbusters moments from the first film and put them in the into the reboot as exhibited by the trailer like with the ghosts in the library let's let's go ahead and let's talk about the trailer all right the point of a trailer is to make you want to go watch a movie right right. at this point we've only seen the trailer so two trailers two trailers i'm only talking about the trailer now so when i say i don't like the trailer i'm not saying i don't like the movie but i can get a good handle about how the movie is going to be by watching the trailer people are being attacked right now because they say they don't like the trailer well you're sexist if i say i don't like Ninja Turtle trailer. Does that mean I hate turtles? You hate mutants. I hate mutants, apparently. You That's... hate people with genetic disorders. Now... Oh my god, we just opened up a whole new thing. <laughs> oh my <that> people... god, <laughs> please. I don't like the trailer. The trailer did not sell me. The first one, definitely. The second one's way better than the, what the first one is. The first trailer was not funny. It was cringe. So are you saying the power of Patty did not compel you to no, watch this film? No, it, it did not. There was not one point, and I actually like a wig. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think she's funny. I, so I actually thought when she got announced as this in this movie, I'm like, oh, okay, well, it, it'll probably be pretty funny at least. Um, I enjoy all of the women cast. Like I enjoy the all McCarthy of them. girl. I don't 
don't find that funny. Look, so. I, I I watched her in Spy recently, right. which is another uh you know Paul Feig movie or whatever. Um, it was okay. It was funny in parts, but I don't know if his uh his humor style is gonna match up with what I expect out of Ghostbuster humor. Just because we've all grown up with Ghostbusters, we've watched those two movies probably up in a million times, close like realistically close to a thousand times, mm-hmm. probably. Um, and like so, I have a very high standard how I think the Ghostbusters movie should be done, if at all. And that's the kind of the key point right there. And if at all. And I feel like this guy, they just gave him the keys because he he's done he's made successful movies ish. I mean, like his biggest movie under his belt is Bridesmaids, and everyone which ran- I've never seen. Well, a lot of people say it's hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. Y'all, you'll it's it's absolutely funny. It's funny in a sense, but it's not like I like really. I was just like that's really just kind of gross out humor, which kind of yeah, seems like what this movie is. Well, if it follows that kind of path, because he does, he has the same kind of formulaic comedy that he uses Melissa McCarthy for, which she can be funny. I right. think she is funny. I, I mean, like she, she she does a lot of physical humor, which is which is great. Um, it's very Chris Farley esque. Um, a lot of falling down, a lot of using my weight as an issue to right, deal right, with right, things. Right. But it's it's also she moves very very fast. Um, in a lot of the scenes, like in Spy, she was doing a lot of like uh, acrobatics. So probably Chris, a body Chris double, did. but yeah. yeah, I mean, but she was doing a lot of stuff to show how athletic she was and things like that. And it was. You know, it was an okay movie, but to give this relatively new director, he, he really hasn't had a whole lot of movies under his belt, the keys to this kind of movie, this this uh, this franchise, I, it's a really gutsy call, and I don't know if he was the right person to do this, because he's trying to say, I'm going to do a, my, a completely new spin on it, and it's not a new spin, it is just a role reversal. I mean, in fact, they didn't even do a different car. They just went from, instead of a, a 1959 Cadillac, to a 1989 Cadillac, it looks like, or 79 Cadillac. It's just, it's the same movie, but flip. So, instead of a, a female secretary, they have a male secretary, and so it's not really, I feel like he's being sexist, because he's, he's flipping the roles and saying, this is how it is, and I feel like me not liking that doesn't make me sexist. I feel like it's a that, lack of imagination. That's the key point right there. Not liking this movie, artist trailer, since we don't know this movie. I can watch Transformers trailer and go, that movie's going to suck. Why can't I do that with Ghostbusters and not be attacked for it? Well, they really they really set themselves up to not fail on their own Exactly. On their own merit. So if you so like, judge this, you're sexist. Right. If you, if you don't, don't like this, if the you're film sexist. Fails, if the film fails, it's because people have been sexist. And sexism is a problem in our day and age. Yeah. If it, the it, film is successful, then they'll, they'll be hated. As, as pioneers of feminist movement because so this director not... is out there like calling us basic if you judge this movie you're an a-hole right uh, fa- nerds are, are a very small percentage i don't know if they realize the, the brand <laughs> that they got into and what kind of reaction were they expecting to have from having this movie come out it's not that they're a, it's a female cast i, I give that's too shit about the female cast now if they would have came out and they were funny right off the bat i kind of had a movie that i wanted to see which was a sci-fi horror comedy i didn't see that from the first trailer no it seems more slapstick goofy um well slapstick goofy almost child-friendly thing you know like what I loved about the original Ghostbusters, which I don't feel like I'm going to get from this, um, but then again, I don't know. I'd have to see it to, to really weigh in on this, but when I was a kid, I watched Ghostbusters religiously, and I loved it for what it was. But as an adult, rewatching it, you you pick up on all that stuff you missed as a kid because it was subtle humor. There's a lot of subtle humor that you didn't pick up, and I feel like this is on the nose 
kind of like sexual humor is going to be right there, right in the forefront yeah, exactly. and kind of pushing the envelope yeah. towards raunchy and then a lot of slapstick stuff where, and I'm not saying those elements shouldn't be in there, but it should be more subtle for the humor that match the kind of humor as the original Ghostbusters. Now, um, I'll, I'll just go ahead and say some positive things. I don't know what this girl's name is, the blonde head. Oh, the chick from Saturday Night Live? Is that who, where she's from? Yeah. Okay. Her Egon look from the real Ghostbusters. It's awesome. It's awesome. I think it's amazing. Uh, the little swirl thing, the glasses and everything. Thing. the first time i saw her i was like oh man that's really cool they they did a callback to like egon from the uh the cartoons now that being said that's not like the only positive thing <laughs> i can say other than um yeah side note i know everybody else is complaining about the graphics of the ghosts and stuff like that i actually like the graphics of the ghosts it looks very haunted mansion disney or uh, scooby-doo or scooby-doo or something like that i don't mind that uh, i rather the practical effects of obviously the first one i don't mind the effects of this one i know everybody else is saying they're really cartoony i kind of dig it that's just the way things are going now yeah so yeah it's, it's that's not something I can nail them on. Now, all this being said, how much I think the movie's going to suck, um, how much I don't like the trailer. I have a daughter that loves Ghostbusters. She saw the trailer. She thinks it's the greatest thing in the whole entire world. I will be giving this movie my money <laughs> reluctantly. I, I don't like that I'm going to be, but because of my daughter, I will. I'm going to go see it. It's Ghostbusters. I'm going to see yeah. it, and I'm going to try to go in, like... Open. Open. I'm going to try to. I mean, like, I'm already jaded, obviously, but it, it you know, I'm going to try to give it a, sh- a shot, and I'm going to pay to see it, because first of all, I want to see it before all kinds of spoilers come out, because this movie is going to be so bad on social media for people to rant and rave and so it's one of those things you're gonna have to dodge all social media for a long period of time until you see it so if you don't see it at theaters you're gonna be in kind of a rough thing because they're gonna do ranker lists there's gonna be tons of lists or like 15 reasons why uh this ghostbusters is better than the old ghostbusters and i'm gonna read that just out of spite because i'm gonna be no way no way Like even if this movie is good, for Which someone to say it it's be. it's it's better than the original no, Ghostbuster no movies, way. I mean like that's my favorite movie of all time. Okay, so we we've pretty much finished our Ghostbuster discussion. At no point did any of us have a problem that there's women in this movie, right? Are we clear on that? None. None. No right? problem. So if anybody calls me sexist, you did not listen to this. You just heard me complain, and then you made up your own decision. Not sexist. Don't care that there are women in the movie. That's basically it. Don't call <laughs> me sexist. Okay, well then let's let's move on to the next little bit of news. On, this is uh, happier news. Yeah, uh, the the casting for Thor and Spider Man. Okay, I love Jeff Goldblum. He's amazing in everything. Okay. Uh, he just got you cast like him. In- you like him in those commercials, apartment commercials. Yeah. No, I don't have cable, so I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Oh wow. I've okay. Only, I've only enjoyed him in Jurassic Park and Fly. Independence Buckaroo Day. Banzai. Yeah. No. What do you mean no? No, I'm not a fan of those. You're not a fan of Fly or Buckaroo Banzai? Correct. I don't I don't know who you are. <laughs> Okay, let's just let's keep sorry, moving along then. Sorry for sharing an opinion. Uh, okay, so uh, Jeff Goldblum got cast in it as the Grandmaster. Do you all know who the Grandmaster is? Yes. Oh, okay. yes. He's like The blue. collector's brother. He's, yeah, yeah. So he makes like little game things. I don't know how he's going to play a part into the movie because it's just kind of a weird Well, he's character. another cosmic being that yeah. has like like alt, uh, bending, you know, time and space bending type of powers. You think right. he's going to be kind of like a collector-like in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, something really quick? Maybe, maybe. Uh, it, I don't. I don't really know who who the villain's gonna be. Um, is it is it Carl Urban's character that's the main villain? Or, yeah, uh, like I, I'm not. I I try not to read a lot about these type of stories because mm-hmm. like I feel like they kind of like shed too much light into something. And it takes away some of the uh, the Goldblum's character will probably be misunderstood as not very powerful. Like you'll you'll probably he'll probably be presented in the film as not very powerful. I think in the the Ultimate uh, Spider Man he collects. Like uh, beings from different earth, maybe it's either him or no, it's a collector. The collector collects everything. The grandmaster makes games out of people. That's what it is. Yeah, he he's 
he manipulates people to do things that he wants to do in in games, and he challenges the collector in a lot of stuff. And um, the other one was uh, Carl Urban. Urban, yeah, uh, got cast as the, the executioner. Um, so if the executioner <laughs> is in the movie, then Enchantress is in the movie because they kind of go uh, hand in hand. Yes. So I would side. imagine that Loki maybe calls them to go do some kind of bidding. We also know that the Hulk's in this movie. That's like, gonna be cool. Like he's one of the main stars of the oh. movie. So. Oh crap! That that means they probably enchant Hulk to fight Thor. Correct. That's one of the rumors that he they bring. I think one of the cartoons did this. They brought. Hulk yeah, it was Hulk versus, versus Thor. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Hulk could be lost. Hulk could lost. be lost or, in the world tree. Yeah. The other rumor is that Thor invites Banner to come on Asgard as a uh, basically a vacation. Dude, you need to get away. Uh, come to Asgard. You can't Play hurt me. anything there. <laughs> yeah. So uh, come and just be be chill. And then Loki gets in his head from there. Yeah, because uh, and- Loki is Odin right now in the movie. If you remember, that's how the last movie ends. Loki is taken over and thrown over Odin. So that's probably just going to pick up from there. So and I do like Tris's powers is more than enough. Yeah, exactly. And I yeah. and I like Carl Urban. Uh, uh, I kind of think this is a waste of him, though. You know, like I don't know because okay, so Carl Urban as Bones in Star Trek, it's not a huge part, but he's a main character. He's a main character, but if you actually watch the movies, he doesn't have a lot of like time, right? But he nails that character so well. He's actually one of my favorite parts from Star um, Trek. And the I new agree. Star Trek I agree too. And you know, just from that, I'm excited to see him. Plus, him as Judge Dredd. I mean, that was awesome. Which he's still out there campaigning to. And good for him. Yeah, you know, I, and like, that makes me like him even more when he's you know like this was good continue to like i want to make this and the fact that other people especially fans of of, of judge red are like yes please i mean it, granted if you we ever get read the comic book other, or i read some of them right. it's perfect like he, I, as soon as he said uh and like they were asking those interviews you would see his face and he's like no that would be disgusting if you ever saw judge dread's face like i will not be part of that movie as soon as he said that in an interview i'm like sold i haven't even seen the movie yet so he i just feel like he's a big enough actor or I like him enough anyway um that he i wish he would have played a bigger part in the marvel universe as a recurring character this is going to be a throwaway bag okay guy. okay I, I see what you're saying that does that does make a lot of sense all right that's like he's only going to be in this movie and then, then never again. Be again so that's right. it okay i see what you're saying and, and then loki right now they're talking about uh what's the guy's name that's playing loki tom um middleson yeah he's gonna be bond you saw that? Uh, oh, yeah, I saw an article saying that he was in that'd talks be cool. for being he's, Bond. He's the new talk for uh, Daniel Craig basically turned down like like a hundred million dollars a movie or something like that um to not be bond anymore because he's like i'm just done nah, i don't i'm old it's man. it's okay i mean he That's is fine he is pretty old yeah yeah uh so tom is like the new talks to be uh bond so he would be a good fit i think that would be i like good. him he he is uh he does really good fan service he, like he embraces a character and he brings the fans along with it because yeah. his his he's one of the few marvel villains that has came out that i'm like i would watch a whole movie about that guy yeah plus so. plus his uh his his you know promos that he does when he was which character do you like talking to those kids which character do you like more there everybody's like thor and he goes why because he has a hammer and he can knock down anybody and he just pushes the kid over i didn't have a hammer and i could do that what now Uh, and then he showed up at Comic-Con a few years ago and had that, like, promo, like, on the crowd. Like, you remember what I'm talking about? Uh, at Comic-Con, this was at the Marvel panel booth. And, and there was no movie, Loki movie coming out, but he came out as Loki and basically belittled the whole entire crowd. It was awesome. <laughs> the other 
kind of casting Marvel news is the Spider-Man. Uh, we talked about it in the last last podcast. It was a rumor that kind of got dispelled by everybody, and then it was a rumor again, and then it was confirmed. Uh, Michael Keaton was cast in the new Spider-Man movie, and we're pretty sure it's confirmed as the Vulture too. Well, he was the Birdman. It, he already kind of had the costume ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wonder what version they're going to use as uh, of the Vulture too. So there's this old old man one that kind of gets turned into a young one, right? Or and there was the cybernetic suit one. Well, it's always been a suit. Is it? I, it's see, always it's he's always gotten his augmented strength from a suit. So that's why he's able to fly and fight spiders. Okay. And then uh, Vincent Nafrico Fisk Fisk. He's like campaigning to be in the movie. Or there's rumors of him being in the movie. That'd be cool. Uh, of course, that brings in a whole realm of marrying those universes. Yeah, but and that needs to happen though. It, it does. But how? I mean, like if this is going to be the pathway to do it, I mean they're going to have to have a plan. And if they don't have a plan yet he probably won't be in it uh kevin fergie big something the guy over marvel whatever his name is uh his explanation is why the netflix people don't cross over in the movies his timeline tv shows have very short uh record times filming times so they're able to get that out quicker movie obviously gets filmed like a year in Mm -hmm. the day and no he explained it perfectly why that happens on on a on a realistic scale but But what's more as fans you want to see it yeah yeah doesn't matter work that can happen right it it, maybe it could i mean they can do like a show like in between production to like kind of lead in because that's always been the goal for a lot of people um i think who was it it was uh james cameron i think wanted to do um a movie and then link it with a show no maybe i forgot who it was someone was talking about doing a movie and then doing like a season of a show while they make another movie that's and that's going to act as an in-between for these movies that's genius it it is but i mean like the it, that's what i'm saying if since they don't have a plan for it yet you know if they bring in fisk into this into this uh movie um, they probably won't if they don't already have a plan in motion, you know, uh, because it's going to be some some it's going to take a lot of writing to link stuff for the shows because it's all about the shows linking everything now. Well, the, the other rumor was that uh, the Spider-Man part in Captain America Civil War, if it, they didn't get Spider-Man in time, that that was going to be Daredevil. Well, it's easy to say that now. <laughs> it's easy to say that now. And that could just be completely like that. I've, I haven't heard that at all. Really? Like, yeah, I've read a whole article about it, yeah. so. Robert Downey Jr. is already confirmed for Spider-Man. Robert Downey Jr. and Michael Keaton on uh, screen kind of gives me a little, little, little uh, tickle in my pants. That's amazing. It's it's weird you tickle said that. It's really weird that you said that. Like you described it that way, and that it had that effect on you. I'm so glad Keaton revived his career. Yes, yeah, we were rejuvenated. Huh? Yeah, after turning down Batman, he really suffered. But no, no, that's that's incorrect. Uh, He's made so many other great movies. Yeah, he really has, and he has made a lot of great direct-to-DVD movies or you know streaming movies now uh blindsided i don't know if you ever saw that he was awesome in that and i think it was uh like he on purpose like he took a step away from making mainstream movies yeah he he does a lot of great movies you just don't get to see him a whole lot and and the continuing the uh the marvel news <laughs> it was revealed to us in the comic book captain america has been a nazi the whole entire time and i'm sure everybody's heard about this now it's been it's been it's been the number one news i mean like and how how did you say you first learned about a danger well i i read a headline that said captain america joins anti-semitism movement or I, something like that i read white supremacist uh, oh wow nice yeah. yeah and i was like wow i was like so like and then the i didn't read anything about it because i didn't want to click on a thing like that because i don't want that kind of crap rolling through my my news feed on on anything so but apparently this news has gotten so heated that they're having 
having book burnings of the first uh, issue. <laughs> well, nothing like, says like, you're not a Nazi like a book burning, right? <laughs> book burnings. Let's go ahead and be clear on this. So if you don't know, in the comic book, Marvel's decided that Captain America has always been a secret Hydra agent. Like, just like it's... sleeper cell. His mother was Hydra. He was raised Hydra. And Hydra just hit the, the, the Hydra lottery that they happened to indoctrinate uh, Captain America before he became Captain America. And then he spent the whole career fighting up their plans yeah 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 see okay so I, the comic what the, what these writer what this writer and artist did i good job way to go you turned the entire comic book world on its head i'm sure there's stores pulling captain america merchandise off their shelves because they're like i can't have this because it's you know oh, first people of all are losing their mind about this yeah and i i can understand what people are doing and like it's it it's got this rise and it, it, they got the i'm sure their comic book sales are doing pretty well in fact you have to buy the books to burn them so <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. I mean, I mean the okay. the publicity behind this is is staggering, but it doesn't make sense. I mean, it's it, it's an interesting story to like, but when you start breaking it down with logic, so why would they do this? Uh, I, I think Randall, I'm sorry, Danger pointed out perfectly. It's like every time you take a step, you're gonna shoot yourself in the foot every single time. That's what Hydra is doing. Yeah, that makes no sense. Make their worst enemy like fight them for so long. I can see it like as a as a quick thing. Not not a fight them, stop them at every single turn. Captain America has stopped Hydra. That's, he's made a career of it. Collapsed their entire infrastructure five it, times over. Exposed like, how deep seated they were in Shield. I mean, yeah, okay, it just doesn't make sense. I'm sorry. I mean, I can understand when he got his uh, uh, youth reju- like sent back. It was like from the cosmic cube. So who knows what weird bending reality things that that thing has done to it? It's going to be a storyline that just ends, I'm and they're not going to bring you. it back up. When I heard this the first time. I was kind of aggravated. I was a little pissed. Uh, Captain America, Steve Rogers, more importantly, in the comic book, is one of my favorite comic book characters. He's awesome. He's a a good comic book to read. It's always good. He is the the Boy Scout. Like, this is not him. The more and more I thought about it, the more and more the stories and what comic books do kind of started kind of playing in my head. The whole entire world just kind of got rebuilt in the Marvel comic books. I don't even know that. Battle world. We're not even sure if this is the real Steve Rogers. We're not sure if Red Skull has the Cosmic Cube and the Cosmic Cubes can change reality. So if the Red Skull has the Cosmic Cube, it would be the ultimate way to be defeat Captain America. Make him play for your team. That's yeah. it. It's done. Like He's always been on my team. He hasn't and never defeated me. He was helping me. The entire time. But made me look like a jerk for like a long period oh, of time. He just beat my ass quite a few times. I mean, no publicly problem. and, you know, whatever. And I, you know, I have this, I have this kind of like big ego, but I let, I, that was just a show because how deep this, this runs. Yes. Did you enjoy the show? <laughs> Herr Critter. <laughs> nice. Uh, people sending the man death threats, the artists and the writers and everything like that. It's ridiculous. need to really stop. Calm down. It's not a big deal. It's a, it's a made up character that they will fix in a different story arc. Just how it, just how they do. The backlash books. has been bad enough now that I'm sure by this time next month, Marvel's completely re- reversed the decision to turn him into I'm, a backlash. I'm sure they're ma- they're in rewrites right now. Disney is not going. Like, oh, here's another thing: Disney makes more money on Captain America than most things. They're not going to keep him a bad guy. So by the next, if it doesn't get fixed soon, it will definitely be fixed before the next Captain America movie comes out. Yeah, he's one of their major franchises. That yeah, like, they just, just opened up like a giant franchise. I mean, last uh. Trilogy with him. I mean, but did last you, month. Have you seen the amazing stuff that people have been putting out online about like they did a uh, 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 Captain Hydra did, yeah. suit in, on Chris Evans and whoever designed it? Dude, it was look. It was good. amazing. Yeah, I mean, like that was one of the best suits I 
I've seen. Like, granted, it's Hydra, but it was awesome looking. And you've seen the image of him saying Hell Hydra, right? Yeah. All right. Oh, well, yeah. they have this whole tire. Like, they have Spider-Man, Batman. <laughs> the Batman Batman's one. Are you like, talking? I yeah. shot both my parents. <laughs> yeah, that one. I saw that. <laughs> Captain America. I mean, uh, uh, Spider-Man's like, I have no responsibility. <laughs> I, I have seen those. The, the Batman one made me laugh. I shot both my parents. I shot both my parents. I was just like, oh, my God. So, anyway, if your panties are in a bunch over this... Stop. It's not that big of a deal. It'll get fixed. It'll get fixed. Yeah. It, it's just a comic book trope. All right. Uh, next bit of news is the deal Netflix has signed with Disney to be the exclusive rights holder of all their properties moving forward. So that is Pixar, uh, Disney cartoon movies, obviously. Their live action stuff, Marvel, uh, and Star Wars. So wow. That's that's a hefty deal. That is a hefty deal. Um, so to understand this, it is... Um, so Age of Ultron came out. The first place it was polished. I don't know if this is true, but it was like HBO. So, so the first home release was HBO. So for that one, everything goes to netflix everything and then whenever their contracts are done with hbo showtime or stars or whatever it is it would all be on uh, netflix so netflix will be the home of everything disney from now on yeah they're gonna have one heck of a dedicated fan base in their membership yeah but i mean does that affect other properties that netflix shows like uh like dc movies i don't think so i don't think that contract has anything to do with that surprisingly i mean because netflix is already very disney heavy um was their marvel shows they produce a disney show yeah okay so uh i don't think that's really going to affect anything but it's definitely going to make uh, netflix is already mandatory to, to buy this makes it super mandatory to buy i was already like netflix was one of the best decisions i ever made really? in my life yeah, i bought definitely. a house and that's under netflix for sure i mean it's not even close to netflix netflix number one of the number one things i've decided to do with my life that was worth it uh, worth the 16 bucks a month <laughs> how much 16 is it that much well it's for video and streaming video. oh you get the dvd yeah still yeah absolutely really yeah you're the only person i know that does oh dude it. I, I do it yeah absolutely i don't, I don't like, regret it at all i haven't done that and don't it care had to be like three years don't since care because sometimes i don't want to wait that long for it to get to streaming i like yeah, i use Redbox for that now. I, I don't i don't trust a vending machine with my credit credit card information don't trust it really see i read Redbox everything nope i don't i will not touch a vending machine I, one time i was really thirsty and they it was on oh the only God. thing that they had was a credit card taking uh vending machine i was like you know what I'd rather just die of thirst. <laughs> really? I dude, that's, I, I will That's extreme. That is extreme. I mean I wasn't that thirsty, but it's just for the fact that if anyone can go up to those machines and hack them, if no one's gonna question a person at a red box spending an extended amount of time there, because they could just be like they could be doing maintenance on it or someone just taking a really long time to decide on a movie. That's a really weird fear. Whatever. It's just it's the fear red I have. Red box is so amazing. Do you use, use red box? I use red yeah. box a lot. Well I don't. I don't do it. It's a dollar. Don't care. That's for a day for if, a whole movie yeah, right i just don't want it on our credit card if huh. my information got stolen they wouldn't get much anyway yeah i mean i, I and same at the thing same with time me. your bank protects you from if it gets stolen sort of anyway. banks sort of sort of protect you you have to sorta. prove you have to prove that it was fraudulent you it's on you they don't have to prove it yeah chase like this stops all payments and goes oh we're not gonna pay for that i was like yeah because that wasn't me because it was in some different state or something. well a lot thing. of times i mean there is that there is the protection but if something does fall through their protection you have to prove that it wasn't you that's your problem not theirs so they'll be like well you you made that charge and it's not out of the realm of your normal charges right. so unless you can prove it we're charged you know you're gonna have to pay it and uh cause that happened to a buddy of mine you know they, they're like well you have to prove to us that your card was stolen and not the other way around so uh, back onto the Netflix which it's crazy that you still get the DVDs I, I haven't I really haven't done that in like three I years I forgot they I yeah I forgot they, they did, still that. did that I, yeah. I like it and it's like not it's like ten bucks 
bucks, I think, uh, without the DVD thing. It's, so. it's like eight That's bucks. why you said 16. I'm it's like, eight, man, that doesn't eight, make sense. It's eight for streaming, and then it's eight for DVD. All right, so um, this deal with Netflix starts in September, it looks like. And so uh, Captain America Civil War, Jungle Book, the new Star Wars movie, is going to be some of the first things that are coming to it. Um, I don't think it's going to change my life very much. This is, like, n- not really. Uh, most of these movies I buy on Blu-ray anyway. The Marvel movies I still buy on Blu-ray. I-, I will get on every single one of them. The Disney movies I buy for my daughter. So I most of the time own these movies anyway. This make, may make me spend less money because I'll stop buying some of these DVDs because it'll be so readily available. Well, I do want I do want assurance that the shows that aren't Netflix productions could still be accessed. Like, I wouldn't want to have to wait for an entire season of Agents of Shield before I get to watch no, the episode that I don't think it affects week. their like Hulu deal because Hulu deal is completely separate. That's uh like Hulu the way Hulu, why you pay for Hulu is because you're able to watch TV shows the day after they air. That's right. why you pay for Hulu. Yeah. Um, that's why you're able to you ha- you're forced to wa- play for ads and stuff like that. You have to watch those. I don't like the fact that you have to you pay, pay and, still and then still watch commercials. Um, it, it doesn't bother me. It, it it really doesn't bother me. I I just don't. I'm sorry. Okay, so this is where I'm getting kind of crazy and and you're getting a like I hate seeing commercials if I don't want to see commercials really because I actually don't mind watching commercials because mm. sometimes but I'll, now you're paying and you're forced if I'm to. paying and forced to watch commercials that ain't cool not cool and yeah, if it's yeah. free no, I agree if it's yeah. a free service I'll watch commercials right 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 but if I'm paying, paying for it right? I won't watch commercials the whole huh. structure of cable television initially was no commercials mm-hmm. and they just keep finding see with Hulu the way is just like I there. always think about it as it's it's very cheap like no thought process cheap like eight dollars nine dollars uh, and you're getting this thing watch things the day after they air like very but, it's live almost. but see i already have cable so i like, okay so, so i watch separate, it yeah. yeah see i don't have cable i only use hulu netflix amazon video and uh something else as my cable service so maybe that's why i don't it doesn't bother me and certain things i have to watch day of uh right. walking dead absolutely have to watch it yeah. um and actually um all these cw shows which is the the next little thing that we're going to talk about um that supergirl's moving the cw um yeah and, from cbs or from cbs yeah, okay. yeah. Which, which is, I think, probably a better fit for, because uh, the, the, the shows on CW are actually pretty good. And haven't they crossed over anyway? Yeah, Flash crossed over. Flash is one of my favorite shows on CW. Actually, one of my favorite shows I'm watching right now. It's a really good show. It's, uh, I, I, I really enjoy it. It keeps me guessing. Uh, I really like it. And I, I got really mad that I missed the season finale and immediately on social media, spoilers run through. Yeah, so you have to yeah, avoid all that kind of crap. Yeah. And that's why I like to watch stuff when it happens. Uh, I don't watch or up to date was many shows but there's three shows that i'm always up to date with i watch them as soon as they come out yeah most of the time i, I try to anyway uh agent carter castle and the muppet okay it's only three shows that i really enjoy uh, I, I i do really like castle well part of it is because as, as you know Nathan Fillion. it's Nathan Fillion, he's our right. king he's our king he, um, he is our leader of nerds apparently that we we have we have dubbed that on here abc which is also disney by the way i'm just going to be clear here uh canceled these three shows this year muppets after one season agent carter after the second season castle i think was in its eighth season eighth season yeah they canceled a bunch of other shows but i don't really care about any other shows they just canceled they canceled those three shows those are the only three shows that i watch on tv muppets watch- was cool Muppets was really cool and like know. to introduce you didn't it, like to it? it it was not Muppet quality like it was introduced as a Muppet show that would address adult situations it didn't wind up being a Muppet a Muppet show it didn't wind up being full-on Muppet feelings 
going into this. Muppets are a lot of comedy, and they have the heart to bring these situations to life. But putting it in that kind of context where... The office kind of thing. Yeah, where a lot of the situations were just kind of not that important and superficial to begin with. The Muppets can't bring gravity to the situation. They can't make this matter. Their characters are wasted. It's all wasted. Damn. That was harsh. That was the harshest thing I've ever heard about said about Muppets. The Muppet Show was not perfect. I take my Muppets seriously. The Muppet Show was not perfect by any means. I I thought it was kind of one of those shows you watch and be like, man, this is going to be a really good second season, third season. Like, it's going to be great when it gets to the point. I don't think it was ever able to grow. Well, it got half in its mid-season finale. They revamped it. They changed it. It, it, They had a a different showrunner that had a completely different direction for it. I love the Muppets. I I, I really do. I mean, the Muppets are something like, it's one of my favorite things. So I might be a little jaded where I'm just like, eh, it could have been a crap show and I still would have watched it. It doesn't matter. It was one of the shows I watched. Yeah. Agent Carter, way better than S.H.I.E.L.D. And I like the S.H.I.E.L.D. show, but Agent Carter is freaking amazing. Canceled. Castle. I don't remember the the, the actress name, but uh, the girl that played, um, what's her name? Kate Beckett? Yeah, Kate Beckett. Decided not to come back this season because of uh, problems with her, uh, her uh, contract. And then I guess after that, ABC is like, oh, if she's not coming back, we're just going to cancel the whole thing. Is that what show. it was? I thought I thought they it was okay. Well, the ending was kind of cool. I haven't watched the ending yet. Well, okay, so I'm not going to. Uh, well, no, first of all, you know, I don't. I, well, I don't do spoilers. You uh, know yeah, that. Oh, yeah. I only, I'm the only <laughs> asshole here. Um. I uh I I liked it, and then they did this kind of hokey quick wrap up in like uh, like three seconds. Then I was just like, no, why would you do that? Does the show end on like a closing point? Well, a really really cool closing point, and then because it was like I think they they made two episodes for the season finale. One, if it if they I, I guess if they worked out the contract, were so they could approve it for a ninth season. Or Kate coming back, or if she yeah, doesn't. and then they had a, a they so they made another one to wrap it up, and like the wrap up was the last three seconds. Otherwise, that cliffhanger would have been amazing. Even if they ended the show like this cliffhanger, I would have been like, you gotta be kidding! But I would have been talking about it. And honestly, like to have a show in that way would have been kind of cool. It would have been it would have made everyone mad, but it would have been cool. The only positive note to any of this nathan fillion will have more time to do nathan fillion things wonder man because <laughs> he's wonder man in the marvel universe that got confirmed oh that'd be that would he's be cool. in the guardians of the galaxy there's posters in the background of nathan fillion playing wonder man as they act not as wonder man so if they can give nathan fillion a whole entire movie as wonder man i'm completely down with it so that'd be legit and let's be real it's not the first awesome show that he was a part of seasons of this too, and let, 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 let me let me let me reiterate here Castle was not an amazing show. He was great. Okay. He he was yeah. great. Every episode was exactly. I don't the same. like co- I don't like cop dramas. And the only reason I watched the show is because of him. Well, so. exactly. I I liked him in that show. The show itself wasn't super great. It was the same thing. This oh, it's this person. No, it turns out it's this person. You know, they had that. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, formulaic. Yeah. But he made it just so entertaining. You just didn't care. That's really what it was. He was. We were watching our king, and we were happy about it. That's really what it was. The show was really not that great. All you adoring peasants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm still sad about it. Uh, they canceled up to like nine shows. I think uh, ABC, they're making room for new shows that are coming up. Those are the three shows I cared about. Everything else I don't really care about. So still kind of bummed out about that. And did it even Speaking get Speaking of bum yeah, news. Yeah, being bummed out. And we're going to end uh, the, our news segment on kind of a, the, the, a low note. But uh, Darwin Cook, which is a really cool artist that kind of had this 50s uh old school style if you've seen the new frontier uh cartoon and comic book his 
his art. That was his artwork. Uh, he passed away this week or a couple weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago now. Yeah. Um. Really cool artist. And like, at all intents and purposes, he seemed like he was a pretty cool dude too. So that's kind of a, a somber low note. Yeah. That that was a that was a cool uh little series too. And then um. Early nineties, right? Ducktales. Uh, it was eighties, I think. Eighties, okay. Alan Young, which is he was the voice of Mister Ed too, back in like whenever the black and white days. <laughs> so he was he was old then. Um, he played Scrooge McDuck in the Ducktales cartoon, and pretty much any other time Scrooge McDuck showed up anywhere, which was the video game, the new video game. Uh, he played uh an Incredible Hulk cartoon way back in the seventies. He he did a lot of things. He also passed away this week, so that's kind of another bummer. Our podcast is in yeah, this section just I'm keeps gonna, ending I'm, on people I'm gonna dying. Have to ha- I'm going to have to have a little break to recoup from this because it's really kind of bummed me out. I'm going to eat some cho- some of uh, Danger's birthday chocolate cake, and hopefully it'll make me feel a little bit better for the for our nerd talk coming up. Um, so we're going to return in a few minutes, and where our subject for nerd talk is going to be... Toys. Toys. Toys, toys from our childhood, toys that you might not even heard of the ice cream cone the <laughs> ice cream shoots all, all of the ice toy. cream cone and we'll be uh right back there are several ways to raise money for a good cause some do it by running marathons some host high dollar dinners and some just do it by clever interneting we here at the watch your mouth podcast employ a different approach Wall-to-wall, filthy fucking language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, Yeah, <laughs> the f*** did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every f***ed up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of f***s and garnished with a crown of Shut the f*** up! How the f*** did we get here? F*** all that, f***ing jelly bean! So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth podcast on iTunes. SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at WIMPodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. And welcome back. Uh, we are going to kick off our nerd talk. Uh, we're talking about some of our favorite toy lines from our childhood. Some of these you may recognize and some you may not. I have kind of some off-the-wall ones that I, they are like, what is that? I, uh, I have some of my favorites. And I, I, it's not because I played with these the most. They were just the most interesting to look at. They stuck out in your yeah. head. You remember from a ch- yeah, your childhood. It, and it was one of those things like you don't re- like. It was so fantastic. You were like, "Did I make that up?" And then you see it like online. You're like, "Oh my god, yes, I had those." I really had that. I didn't make up my fantasy that, toy. In my that head. actually happened. Uh, I grew up in Littleton, Colorado, and I, I went to Casa Bonita as a kid. My parents used to take me there. It had cliff divers and everything. Casa there's Bonita? a Casa Bonita, and there's a South Park episode where Cartman goes to Casa Bonita because he's so excited because it's a Mexican restaurant. Oh, yeah. Okay, I do remember that <laughs> yeah. episode. And there's and like, like a waterfall that people waterfall. Dive off yeah, of? yeah, yeah. And the thing was, when I was a kid. I like I, I remember this place, and then like as I got older, I convinced myself it wasn't real because there's no place that badass in real wow. life. <laughs> so I was like, "There's no way this actually existed." I had to just make this up with a wild imagination. And then South Park released that episode. I was like, "Oh my god, I've been there so many times." That's so amazing. When I live uh, when I lived in Denver not too long ago, I got to visit again. So it was a nice little piece of nostalgic throwback for me, which brings up my first little little toy line that I really liked. Um, when I was a kid. 
there was really cool toys, and then there was the ultimate toys, which were, I'm going to start with Dino Riders. Dino Riders were amazing. They were basically these dinosaurs that had, like, robotic gear on them that these two alien races that visited Earth back in the day used to fight each other. And these toys were top-of-the-line, just cutting-edge toys back in the day. They were... What like and now looking back on it, I didn't realize I own Dino Rider toys. You always had the little ones, right? I had no, I had some of the big ones. I didn't have the armor for them, so I just thought I had. My memory of them is I had dinosaur toys. Now doing research for the episode, I'm like, wait, I had that toy. I had the the, the T Rex. I never had the armor, dude, dude. I had the Raptor. Well, everyone had the Raptor. Like I always had the like. My parents would see. My parents were great parents, mm. but they had limits. Mm-hmm. These toys were expensive, they especially were, when it got to the Tyrannosaurus really Rex right? and the Bran- uh, Brontosaurus and like the Triceratops. You know, the, once they start getting, those were the motorized ones. So, how much were those? You think when they came out, they were probably close to fifty bucks. I would think. Oh, I think yeah, some of them pushed a hundred. I, I don't remember. I'm a, I was a kid, but I had T Rex. I might have had armor at one time or another, but I all of my memory of it is just a T Rex. Well, that was a long. It was it was mid eighties. So I mean, mid eighties. Like, yeah. So what a liberating time. Yeah, most definitely all the toys were way better back then so <laughs> well yeah i mean like honestly like looking back at it just like now they have robotic toys and everything it's and it's but it's not the same as a dinosaur in robotic armor fighting other dinosaurs in robotic armor with aliens driving them was it aliens was they it? were they were yeah time travelers or aliens See, i don't or... remember the premise of the toy line and was this based on a cartoon yes so i don't have no memory of the cartoon yeah the cartoon there was like i don't know if it was time travel or aliens i think it was both uh time traveling and they ended up on earth in prehistoric times and there's a peaceful race that they got some of the dinosaurs, and then there was the that mean alien race that was trying to kill them. So they ended up uh, each modifying dinosaurs to fight for them. So, but I, I wish I had them now. They're oh. all beautiful works of art. Uh, obviously, I'm a giant action figure person. I love action figures. Obviously, obviously, <laughs> obviously. Um, these are kind of one of those holy grail kind of things. Uh, I've always seen pieces of them here and there, but they are really expensive to buy now because kids tore these things up. Well, yeah, that that was the thing about like when when we were kids, collectibles. The eighties was probably the last line of collectibles that existed. To be honest with you, because once nineties rolled around, everything was like, "Hey, it's collectible." And once they started saying it was collectible, take care of it. Yeah, we started doing that. Think about our first. I have a Spawn number one. It ain't worth nothing, and it will never be worth anything because it was a mass produced. Uh, it was a great comic. And it's a number one, sure, but it wasn't like a limited release or anything. Um, so, you know, it's not going to be valuable really at any point unless there's some kind of fire that takes out like all the spawns except mine. So it looks like there was quite a few oh. Dino Rider toys. Too. Oh, dude, dude, there were tons. <laughs> so and that, I had I had this one. Yeah. Which is the Raptor. And the Raptors were on the good guy side. Was it? Yeah. Okay. And then I had, I want to say I had something else, like another mid-sized I, one. I had one of those. I had the big one. You know, those uh, dinosaurs with the with the, the, the battering dome hit yeah, 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 yeah the battering ones though but those were the, the less expensive ones and those are the ones my parents would uh, yeah i'll get you that but then i'm like i want the t-rex you know because you're a kid and it's a t-rex and when since i was growing up in littleton colorado they had the natural history museum with the t-rex on display the dinosaur nice. bones so that was always like a cool thing for me so when you're like oh i want the t-rex they're like no and my my neighbor across the street had it so i would always go over there and like like hey dude let's play you, you just want to play like Dino Riders or something so I could play with the T-Rex. And I remember like one on his birthday, I remember my mom took me to the store so we can buy him a toy. And I I picked out a Dino Rider and I was like, you know, maybe I should open it up and test it out. Make sure he'll like it because uh, I 
I thought that plane was bulletproof, by the way. And I was like, my mom is going to fall for this, no problem. (laughs) She did not. She's like, tell you what. Just let him open it, and then you could see if, how he likes it after that. I'm like, okay, but you right. know. And, and now I'm kind of looking at pictures of these things. These things are glorious. They're amazing. And the artwork was for, I mean, the cartoon was horrible. But it kind of makes me think that it, I might have not had this brand new. Uh, so when I was younger, there was lots of times that I was getting brought to like a flea markets and garage sales and stuff like mm-hmm. that. That's kind of where I adopted my habits of going to garage sales and flea markets. And I was buying things secondhand. So I might have bought, brought this T-Rex secondhand because I don't remember any of the armor on it at all. Oh, yeah, because f- you had to get it secondhand. There's it no way. There's no way you would just like not be into no, this immediately exactly. seeing it with yeah, yeah, and, f- yeah. and full armor. Because I don't remember any of this stuff. I don't think I had the figures. I, yeah. Like, I think I just had a dinosaur toy that was cool. Did Danger, do you have are any those, of these? Or? No. Are those armor pieces all, like, separate? Yeah, they snap yeah, yeah, off. Yeah, everything snaps oh, onto man. it. So you of had, course they got you lost. Had a, you had a dinosaur. they went secondhand. And, and, and this was back when action figures were tiny. They were, like, really tiny. Yeah, these things were, like, G.I. Joe size. Th- they were smaller, I think. Were they smaller? Yeah. Okay. But there's this big transport thing that goes on the back of a... Uh, looks like a bronchiosaurus yeah and then there's things that go around its neck it's I, obviously a, friend of mine a diplodocus <laughs> <laughs> all right okay so so that was one of the one of the major things that i really love you know dinosaurs and robots i was a little boy those were two things that i just loved but who doesn't love food right i love junk food especially and there was this like limited toy series and i don't know why i had almost the entire collection I don't, and I'm, I don't think there was a cartoon. Maybe there was. You know, it was the 80s. They always had cartoons with everything. I don't everything. think this had a toy, actually. But there yeah. was um, Food Fighters. Yo, Burgundy, you want this? You'll never cut the mustard, mean winner. <laughs> Food Fighters! Food Fighters! Your history credit, pizza. Pow! And your lunch. They were just food dressed up as soldiers. You're underselling it. They were freaking amazing. I, I, okay. Once you see the picture of these things, you're going to see, you're going to know exactly why I love these things so much. They were just amazing. They were like kind of soft. They, they had movable arms and things and they, you could, they had guns and stuff, but they were kind of soft. They were kind of like filled with arrows, like a, like a, like a chew toy basically for a dog. So it was like hollow plastic. But they were so cool looking. There was like two uh, factions. There's two factions, right? Yeah. Okay. So there's there like is um... the good guys who were the kitchen commandos, and then the bad guys who were man, who were the bad guys? I'm trying. I'm trying to find it right now. Were they themed? Like were the good guys no. all wholesome? No, they were all. The no, food it was, it was mixed like one of them would be health food and one would be junk food. No, both sides were junk food. Yeah, both sides were junk food. <laughs> and plus, there was certain times when you were mad that the bad guy. You know, when you're a kid, you you always want to be on the good side, right? And like you were mad. Okay. It was the kitchen commandos and the refrigerator rejects. <laughs> and uh, the burger, of course, was the the general of the good side. Um. Bur- Burgadier General. And then there was name. the main, I think the main bad guy was a hot dog. He was Meanie Weenie. <laughs> well, no, Mean mean Weener. And they, and they had different hats. They had like uh, like, a blue or a green hat. No, the, the uh, good guy had green, bad guys had black. Okay, okay. But they he I think the bad guy had like that state trooper looking hat. And then um, as, a, as a leader of that, and then the general had like a general looking 
you know, military cap. Everyone else had battle helmets on. Yes. But it covered nothing. It was just on top, like a stack of pancakes had a helmet on top. The fries had glasses, sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was a bad guy, which made me kind of upset because I love oh, French fries. I'm like, oh, uh, wait a minute. His name was uh, Fat, Fat Frenchie. <laughs> <laughs> he must have been French, I guess. But these, I mean, like, they had a chicken leg, a cookie, a taco. Uh, I had all of them, too. I think I was missing a, uh, I think I was missing the cookie. I think I had most of these. I had the vehicle. There was, like, a yeah, it was egg like crate, crate kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and then it had, like, a, a spatula that would throw things yeah. off of it. Did you remember these? No. That all? You had no memory of these? I mean, what kind they... of childhood did you yeah, have, dude? Well, hold on. Was there an ice cream cone? Yes. There was. <laughs> there was an ice cream cone. <laughs> Here well, I'm gonna... He's going <laughs> to... This is an I'm afraid thing. it's far inferior. <laughs> it to is the, the shooting the ice cream cone that you yes. had when you were kids. Ice yeah. cream cone shoots the ice cream. <laughs> toy number one. God, the toy is so stupid. Why gonna, you... And if nobody knows what we're talking about, because like, I, I honestly didn't. Danger has brought this uh, toy up. Like this is the third time in the podcast he's brought this up. I'm gonna post a picture of it in the show notes. He was talking about it before we even started the I, show. I know. <laughs> He's like toys, huh? I'll tell you my favorite toy. My favorite toy. He said it when we were talking about like the the topic of the show. He's like, no, those are dumb toys. This is the best toy. (laughs) So, (laughs) Food Fighters was made by Mattel. Uh, They also did uh, uh, Barnyard Commandos. Do you remember those? Um, yeah. They were like sheeps and rams. And I do they, remember them. And rocket packs on the backs of them. It I had a few of those, too. It was kind of the same vein. I, 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 I had a few of those, but it didn't encompass, like, my interest, like the food fighters. Right, right, right. Because, like, the food fighters is one of those things that I always liked. I like, I mean, it's pizza and burgers and fries. And if you know me, you know that's the food I love to eat. And so I'm super pumped when they made toys. I got to play with my food finally, right? Huh? You see what I did there? I uh, see what you did yeah, That's good, dude. What about you, Chris? You got some? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I- I'm I'm all about their obscure toy action figure because I pretty much if I would ever stick to one thing, even when I was a kid, I did the same thing. If I ever stuck to one subject, I would have like a, a vast collection of that one thing. But when I was a kid, I moved from toy line to toy line to toy line. Welcome to very, being a kid. Very, <laughs> very rapidly. This was before Adderall and Ritalin. Yeah, yeah. So for like two seconds, I was into Ninja Turtles. And then obviously I went to He-Man, which I'm still collecting to this day. I buy the new He-Mans. I buy all the old ones. Aren't um, you on a He-Man like mailing list? Yeah, I'm toys? on a He-Man subscription where you get mailed He-Man figures every single month. Um, but... There is this toy line that a friend of mine, not a friend of mine, a guy in school that I went to brought this big, ugly, purple, and pink creature thing. Hold up, hold up, real quick. The fact that you were like a friend of mine, no, and then you you recounted that. Yeah, I didn't like the dude. I like it, I remember. <laughs> he, was, he was rough with your toys, wasn't he? No, no, he wasn't rough with my toys. He was like the bully of the school. <laughs> oh. So that's the only reason. I was going to say, because there's always a person you think is your bud because they have the same toy interest. And then when you're like, let's get together and play. And you start playing and they were just maybe a little too rough. And you're like, you know what? Friendship I over. Friendship I, I had a over. few of those guys that were like really rough with my toys. And when they came over, I would hide all my good toys. Like, no, you can't, we can't play with them, as my mom said. <laughs> mom, yeah, I'm grounded from yeah, those. <laughs> So anyway, this guy at school brought this toy. We had spikes all over. He was purple and orange and green and he had leopard prints maybe. And we asked him what it was. And he's like, oh, my uncle uh, makes prototype toys. This is a prototype. Well, you could never buy this. 
And I always thought, man, that was the coolest toy I've ever seen. I need what to buy this. Jerk. Yeah, he was a jerk. Wait, wait, did his uncle really do that? No, not at all. Well, I mean, who knows? <laughs> not at all. Nothing. nothing. Someone this had to make a prototype of this toy. This is a completely made-up story. This because the dude was just being an ass. How I found out he was lying to me, you know, I was walking through the aisles of the toy store. I was like, that's the toy that he was talking about. So you bought it out of spite. Well, I brought it because it was awesome looking. And slightly spite. Kid spite. So what I'm talking about is called Zen the Intergalactic Ninja, which was kind of a knockoff of uh, uh, Captain Planet. So they're like the uh, these very big earth-friendly guys there was a guy named Canit that was made out of cans <laughs> oh um, man on the nose and then there was lights out that was made out of broken light bulbs and then there was zen which was this blue very stereotypical alien looking thing with green eyes and then there was my favorite one it was just a kid named Jeremy. It wasn't nothing special about him. He was just a kid named Jeremy Baker. You gotta appeal to the target audience somehow. And of course, Jeremy Baker. And Jeremy Baker. There's just aliens. There's I'd just... love to see my my action, Christopher Spears. So, and then there's this like a uh, thing knockoff looking character. It looks exactly like thing, but there's garbage like stuck to him What's... called Garbage Man. It's, it's not even created. <laughs> I love it when they don't put much thought. Yeah, this is a garbage man. Um, and the toy that my, uh, not my friend, banana peel on the heads. guy brought to school was Lord Can... Contaminus. Contaminus. Lord Contaminus. He must have been the main villain. He's got a staff and everything. So this is a toy line that I have actually talked to people that are into toys. And they're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't understand why this, this was ever is, your thing. This kind of went very far underneath the radar. But I had all the whole entire line when I was a kid. Um, and then I had the bad guy's ship, which has a big dis- on-the-nose uh, head of Lord Contaminus <laughs> stuck on the front of it. It's one of the few toy lines that I've actively tried to find. Is that a garbage truck? Yeah, it is a garbage (laughs) truck. It's a space (laughs) garbage truck. (laughs) Dear God. There's a cool uh, ad photo that I'm going to show in the show notes. Um, It's going to be a great show notes thing. So make sure you go over to someonenerdy.com and check out the show notes for this show. You're going to see a lot of really, really hilarious pictures. This is a, this is one of the few toy lines that I've actively tried to find all of them in package. So I got a few of them on my wall right now. And most people walk in and like, what is that? I've never seen that before. So they're great. It's one of those toy lines that I'm the only one I, I thought remembers these. If you remember Zen, the Intergalactic Ninja, let me know. Uh, they also had an Archie comic book, and each each one of the action figures actually came with an Archie comic book on the back side of it. So if you remember that, they also had a NES game for it for the regular Nintendo. That was pretty hard. So that's what I remember about it. Like a majority of the regular exactly. Nintendo yeah. games. It's like Ghostbusters, the Nintendo game. Man, I don't think you can beat it. <laughs> the world of Voltron, with thrilling adventures let you soar beyond the limits of your imagination. Where the valiant Voltron force merges together in their robotic lions to challenge the might of King Zarkon's demonic minions and menacing machines. join this never-ending battle between the army of evil and the champions of justice 
with the fate of planet Aris and the entire universe at stake. Voltron action figures, lions, and vehicles each sold separately from Panache Place. All your, uh, all your toys really kind of pale in comparison to the quality of Voltron. And you're correct on that. The quality of uh, yeah. Voltron. I am being absolutely serious. I'm talking fully articulated jaws, legs, you know, the paws moved even because it had to in order to shift into place to connect to create the powerful warrior that was Voltron. You know what's really amazing about Voltron toys is they had different tiers of quality of the Voltron toys. They had a, a diecast one. The die, well, the yeah. diecast one, well, that, that was the gra- the holy grail of Voltron toys. I remember a kid in my neighborhood had the, had the, the metal ones. But all I only got were the plastic ones. Oh, uh, I'm sorry for you. You had the f- complete Voltron? I had the complete Voltron, but I also had... Remember how much bigger the black cat was? Yeah, he was the middle. Yeah, but still, he's just so much bigger. <laughs> he had to be to, to attach everything to. The uh, There was another one that I had that had no articulation whatsoever. You just pulled little pieces apart and you stuck them together and it was made of vehicles. And uh, he was a Voltron character, but I don't... Uh, there's a, I don't remember his name. It's like Dunger or something like that. Um, Voltron, the only thing I had from Voltron, because I never had a complete Voltron when I was a kid. I had a blue line and a red line. But I never knew that there was like, oh, I have to buy all the rest of them. No, I just had these cool cat things. They were cool. They were good, awesome good by themselves. Good call, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Voltron was also part of a series that most people our age don't know about them, only because they were kind of released in the late 70s. Uh, they were called Shogun Warriors. Uh, so these were a Japanese company that Mattel, I want to say, licensed out to release in America. And this is one of the toy lines that started making toy companies think about rockets firing off and shooting kids and uh, pets and stuff like that. But they were called Shogun Warriors. They came with real knives or something? <laughs> I mean, like, why? Why? why I mean, like, how much power uh, was behind well, it? Well, it was the same reason, like, uh, in the 70s or uh, early 80s. Boba Fett's rocket pack couldn't shoot off. It was glued in the spot. Um, it's a reason that, like, these things got... Okay, Shogun Warriors were these... They're 24 inches tall. So okay, you're looking that's at, pretty big. So you're looking at a figure right here. These things are giant. Oh, so those horns are, like, four inches. They're giant. Okay. Um, I didn't have them new, obviously. I wasn't alive in the 70s. But we were at a, uh, uh, a flea market, and there was these three robots there. They were giant. Well, I had to buy them. There were three robots. Oh, my God. They were huge. And they're made out of, and if you ever feel like a shampoo bottle, they feel exactly like that. It's these, like, cheap plastic that you can kind of, and there was weighted on their legs. These are all based off of giant robots in Japanese movies and cartoons. So the one I had was the Great Mazinger. I had this one when, I don't know its name, it's something but for the listeners he's pointing i'm at a pointing picture. to i'm pointing to a picture <laughs> and i'll put this picture up on a, the show notes it when you held it sideways it was kind of made a big bird so the pointy head looks like a samurai but it looks like a really big bird and then there's this thing was the a yellow thing that had a giant face on its on its belly but i don't I have no idea what their names are other than the great mazinger these were prized possessions of mine whenever i was a kid no idea where they went wow. no idea they just disappeared one day Someone's that bully came and took him. Yeah, from, I he, guess. Like my memory of him is he was like, mad that they were stole there his one uncle's day. thunder. Nice. <laughs> uh, they were there one day, and then they weren't there one day. Uh, so I have no idea what happened to them. Now that's one of those things that I, I have to have them again. They're like three hundred dollars a piece, Ugh. and you're they're missing all the pieces and all this other stuff. Yeah. So, so in mint condition, 
Oh no, in, in box they're like five, six hundred dollars. I will own them again. It's just I might have to buy a piece at a time here and there. So that's one heck of a commitment. <laughs> what five, six hundred dollars? No, well, yes, or or buying them in a piece or at a time. one piece at a time. I've done that with other You're things. Just... So that was one of my favorite toy lines. Not, uh, let me be clear. These are kind of the weird toy lines that I had. I had Ghostbusters. Well, yeah, I, mean, I had Ninja I, Turtles. The thing is about the Ghostbuster Ninja Turtle toys. When you actually look through the entire catalog of what toys there were, I was surprised by how by I had pretty much all the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, me too. And all of the Ghostbusters. But what really made me mad about Ninja Turtles? Now, I'm sure a lot of you are going to agree with me on this. Is trying to convince your mom to buy you more than one foot soldier. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, how Army hard? builder, mom. How hard? How hard was that sale on your uh, sell on your parents? You're like, hey, mom, look, I appreciate you buying me that one foot soldier, but he's part of a clan, so I need like a bunch. So Mine was the, the horror trooper and um, a He Man. There was tons of horror troopers in the Shira cartoon. I only had one horror trooper, yeah, and it was so tough. I mean, like, I think I maybe got. Uh, a foot soldier and then i was able to get the movie foot soldier that looked like a regular That's ninja not the same no it wasn't no. but it was at least two foot soldiers so i at least made some progress my um, friend ruined my opportunity to get ninja turtle toys when he took like that snot stuff you know the ooze, the, ooze. Came... the stuff that would have came in our ecto cooler box which we did not get Thanks, exactly Coca-Cola. and he got it he got it all over his bed sheet Ooh, and my parents that stuff didn't come out yeah like my parents talked to his parents and they told him that they told my parents that and... so you never got ninja turtle toys because of that no that i makes mean no i got sense. like i got ninja turtles just that seemed like an excuse not to buy you ninja turtle toys but none of the accessories so i didn't get any i didn't get the i didn't get the van i didn't get I well just didn't get the full collection did the wow. i thought the ooze came with ghostbusters not ninja turtles no, that came with ninja turtles. every toy through the 80s had a ooze like oh. he-man had one and even the funny it was it came with the slime pit it was he-man and there was a big picture of grizzler which is the only hairy character they had uh, in the he-man line which was just a big furball and it had a big x to it do not put it on the hair (laughs) (laughs) dude i remember playing with that stuff even without the toys just i just had those and it just slowly turned black over time because it was dirt from your hand that was turned green to a different color and i think ghostbusters had a purple one didn't they they had yeah they had a purple one purple one and then he-man had a green one ninja turtles had a green one and there was some there's an orange one i think orange one or purple one do we say purple ninja i mean uh ghostbusters had a good purple one yeah well, I got one more, one more little toy line for y'all, and this was a kind of a mix between um, like cars and, of course, just changing into something. It may Transformers. Not be, it may not be five lions making up one giant awesome robot, but it was a car whose doors popped out and it allowed it to fly, and now that's awesome. And it was mask. An incredible secret is revealed when innocent-looking vehicles and ordinary men become an awesome fighting team. It's the secret of Mask, where illusion is the ultimate weapon. Piranhas getting away with the laser hoop rings. Condors. Ready for takeoff. Mask vehicles in place and each sold separately with action figures. I'll let them off the river. <laughs> but Gator's ready, and he never gives up. Surprise, you're through. Mask, where illusion is the ultimate weapon. Wow! If you remember these, these were about the size of G.I. Joe's. But yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of, a little bit more articulated from what I remember. Yeah, they could actually turn their wrists. I think. Right, right, right. I, uh, but I remember the, like the the cartoon. 
you know, it was an 80s cartoon and this was the toy line from it. But this, these toys, like, I didn't really care about the figures. It was all about, I mean, the figures had really cool masks, which was the whole thing about it. Um, Yeah, each mask in the cartoon, from what I remember, gave each person a different power. The mask, like, shot ice bolts out of it or laser bolts out of another mask. You remember that? Um, it's been a while. No? Okay, okay. I got. I, I mean, like, I just remember the toys. I remember I had, of course, the car. And then I had a couple, like, the helicopter bike thing. And then there was a couple other things that the villains had. Man, what do they have? It's like a... Do you remember the playset for this thing? No. What it was, was a place? gas station. What? I had the gas station. <laughs> yeah. So it was a gas station that had, like, a rock uh, mountain in the background. And the rock would turn around and there'd be, like, a gun that would stick out of it. And the gas station would flip over. I got to find a picture of it. I got to I gotta see this. Uh, but I had most of these. I had the helicopter that turned into... It was a helicopter that turned into a plane. Like, it never, it never made sense. Then there was a uh, hot rod that, like, jumped up on, like, a, an 18... Not, uh, like, a Bigfoot thing. was rockets that would shoot out of it. Then there was a Lamborghini thing was the door would come into wings, which never made much sense. It was like a... It was like a Firebird. It's really what it looked like. Or Trans Am. It looks more like a Trans Am. Trans Am, yeah, maybe. So, it was like... The, this was the main part of the TV show. So, there was a gas station that would pull up, and there was rock over this thing. this is awesome i wish i still had this i completely forgot about this until we were talking about it but there was a in the, even in the tv show there was this gas station that they all worked out of um and there was like a little boy that like uh, his best friend was like a little robot thing that turned into like yeah a motorcycle i thing. actually found that okay. robot thing in my in my garage when i was cleaning it out. i found the robot thing and i found like i think missiles from the door but nice. no car Okay, okay. I think it might be in storage somewhere, but um, this seemed like another thing that was really expensive. These toys had to be expensive. They, they were kind of expensive, but the the great thing about Mask was we were able to get some of the nicer, like the cars, is because my brother liked it too. So instead of one kid pleading for, we had two. double okay. down. Yeah. So my parents were like, "Okay, but you have to share," which never happened. I got three brothers. Maybe that's why we were able to. get... I remember a lot of these toys as mine. Maybe they're just my brother since since I was the oldest. I just stole them from. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe that's where. That's actually that's actually kind of what happened with the mask toys. She's like, "You share," and then you know he he was he was bigger than me, so he's like, "Hey, this is mine." I mean, to be fair, I had a lot of toys already, so I mean, like he he did play with it, so I'm not gonna give him grief about it. But I mean, it, I got to play with it some time but it was it was a, it was cool it was really cool toys and it was uh, it wasn't it a mask was an acronym for something it was yeah because there was dots behind it. uh it was um oh, we're gonna find that out we got it we got to look up the acronym yeah. for that and then the bad guys were an acronym too and it was it was cheesy as hell okay mask and venom masks stand for mobile armored strike command with a k what's okay uh and venom was vicious evil network of may mayhem <laughs> So. <laughs> with with a name like that, come on, <laughs> you know, just try like Legion of Doom. Just think of your PR if you're trying to like discredit the Justice League. You know, maybe not be Legion of Doom. Be like, you know what, the other good guys <laughs> or something. You know, so really. This was a a really cool action figure line. As we go ahead and start getting out of the episode, these were these were definitely more the obscure toys from the '80s. Yeah, all these I think were from the 80s that we talked about. Most people, I don't think, will remember quite a few of these things. Um, There's going to be a lot to do. Yeah, I'm hoping so. Well, Dino Riders for sure. I have a feeling Dino Riders would probably be some one of the more uh, popular ones. Voltron, obviously, because Voltron just has the new show coming out now. Yeah, that which on is Netflix. About to air on Netflix. Yeah, it actually uh, looked kind of cool. Well, but I think, so I think a lot of the ice cream cones, the foam, <laughs> the foam is really 
really easy to ruin. And yeah. A lot of them just didn't. Survive. I would imagine like uh, kids would take bites out of those ice cream cones. I actually do remember putting Probably. the ice cream cone thing in You're my mouth. Like, it's, because it's fake, it was, it's fake ice cream. It's fake so ice cream. Really, it, it tastes terrible. Y'all remember some of the action figures that we talked about? What are some of your favorite? Yeah. Ones? What were some of your, your weird kind of favorite action figures that you remember from uh, when you were a kid that we didn't talk about or even um, hint at? We'd, lo- we'd lo- actually love to know like what toys are out there that we you know that, that are just strange or unique from those 80s, even 90s. Man, there's so many toys that yeah, happened during that they're, time. They're really wild times pioneering the toy genre yeah it definitely was um and we like an action figures i i I can have a whole nother episode about action figures that i had in the 80s i narrowed them down to these few and then i can have a whole nother episode about the 90s so maybe we'll continue this subject sometime in the future um and also i'm gonna send my my sorry to uh danger which had no action figures when he was a kid apparently that's so sad that's cream cone i had the ice cream other than the ice cream cone i had gi joe's but i mean they just got kind of melted my parents never brought me uh, G.I. Joe's because the rubber bands in the uh, hips, I would break them all. Oh, yeah. I broke, yeah. I broke so, every yeah. G.I. I never had a lot of G.I. Joe's either because yeah. I did break them. Mm-hmm. I broke so Ninja parents, Turtles like, a lot of Ninja Turtles because they had that white peg for the leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and okay. like, like, snap those, too. I mean, my villains were particularly evil, and, and they would strap Joe to... Bombs. Light bulbs. Nice. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they slow, call you danger. You play dangerously. Excruciating death. Uh, so... As we go ahead and start closing out the episode, uh, we are Somewhat Nerdy Radio, issue number four. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. You can email us at somewhatnerdyradio at gmail.com. Yeah, if you got any questions or uh, topics that you'd like us to do nerd talk about, uh, go ahead and email us or just go ahead and uh, write a uh, comment in the show notes or on the Facebook page. Pretty much anywhere. You can write stuff, do it. Tell you what, while you're writing, why don't you just go ahead in iTunes and give us a good review. You know, even if you don't like us, just give us the five star and then you can berate us. We just really would like... Or you can just like us. Or just like us. Yeah, I mean, we're pretty likable dudes, I think, right? Danger, that's your cue. Yeah, that was that, that was a that was a pass off. These guys pick on me, so <laughs> that's because you don't Everybody, listen. Everybody's picking on me. We wanna say again, thank you. The podcast has been doing extremely well. We're happy about the positive response. We're happy that it continues to grow as each podcast that we put out. We're gonna continue to grow from here and we're gonna continue to knock out episodes. So anything else to add before we Well if y'all it? if y'all like the sound of Chris's voice, y'all can go catch some YouTube videos. Yes, actually, I'm, I'm uh, completely new side, completely new. Uh, I'm probably about to start doing some YouTube videos, unboxings, just by myself sitting at the computer desk right here. I got a few of them coming out next week, and we also have some more YouTube videos with me and Dirt from the website, doing some unboxings on Loot Crate and such things like that. So uh, stay tuned for that, and uh, we'll probably see you hopefully maybe in two weeks. I'm not going to commit to that. <laughs> maybe in two weeks. If not, maybe three weeks. We'll let you know. We'll let you know. We'll just follow the know. Facebook page. Good journey, nerd. Good journey, nerds. Goodbye. <laughs> but you, Critter, let's try. Critter didn't good journey, nerds. <laughs> with good the, journey, what nerds. The, what the hell, Critter? Good journey, nerds. Well, see, now then you do it. You do it first. All right. All right. All right. All right. No, We're going to start. The We're captains start. do it, and then they face an element of danger. This is staying in just like this. <laughs> all right. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Good journey, nerds. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. Stop it. Spaghetti. Yeah.